0: How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject, which is probably going to be triggering for some people. So uh, excusez-moi on this. No, I'm joking. But um, uh, just a a little uh, fun fact for for everyone. Uh, 9-11, which is not a fun time for anyone. It's a horrible time for this uh, country. Um, well over 1500 people lost their lives on that day. And it was committed by some of the most heinous of terrorists. But if I were to ask you, where did those terrorists, um, like what country of origin were they from? Most people would say, Oh, Afghanistan, 100%. I mean, obviously that's why we went over there. If you were to say Iraq, that's another, you know, uh, another country that would have made sense because those are the two countries that we um, went to war with right after 9-11 happened. And of course they had uh, Al-Qaeda cells there. And of course the leader of uh, that Al-Qaeda was Osama bin Laden. But even the leader of Al-Qaeda, his origin of country wasn't either one of those two countries listed. It was a country of Saudi Arabia. And today's podcast is about this What I would say, piece of shit country. (laughs) And uh, it's unfortunate because for the longest time in my life, I always assumed that Saudi Arabia was just a good ally to America. They were one of our only few Middle Eastern countries of ally um, that we could trust, that we can um, share intel with. And uh, you would always see them like be a good supporter to Americans and like movies and, and on news and things of that nature. And honestly, you would never think of Saudi Arabia in a bad light. It wasn't until probably, I mean, I knew, I knew about the backgrounds of, and by the way, 14, I think it was like 14 of the 20 terrorists um, of nine 11 were from Saudi Arabia, uh, including Osama bin Laden. He's from Saudi Arabia as well. And the uh, bin Laden family is actually a well well um, funded and a very powerful family in Saudi Arabia as well. He just happened to be one of the crazy kids um, that wanted to run off and and cause mayhem in Afghanistan during um, the time period that I think it was the Soviet Union was trying to take over Afghanistan and America was like trying to stop it. Just a, a long story behind that, that those issues in Afghanistan. But when you look at the, the, the story behind Saudi Arabia, essentially it's kind of like the same narrative of when we were going to war against Hitler and the Axis powers during World War II and how we allied ourselves with the Soviet Union, who at the time was probably as bad, if not worse of a country than um, Nazi Germany. Essentially, I think the Soviets killed more people of their own people than Hitler did. I think. Don't quote me on that, but he, he did kill a lot of people. And uh, Joseph Stalin, excuse me, Joseph Stalin, who was the leader of the Soviet Union, uh, committed many atrocities in that country, many, many, many atrocities. But because we had a common foe, we allied ourselves with this, with this country for a bit until the end of world war ii and then it became and then we went straight into the cold war because there was a power vacuum left behind all of europe was destroyed and essentially it was the soviet union and the united states going at it for the next 30 years or 40 years um but so i look at saudi arabia kind of the same way where essentially we've allied ourselves with a pretty horrible ally but this ally isn't a temporary ally this has been an ally we've had for a very, very long time. And I know for a majority of the time, it's probably because of the fact of just how much influence Saudi Arabia has on oil. And America has always needed oil, essentially, um, for... I mean, all of its military expenditures require a ton of oil. and I'm assuming we had to have some strong relationship with some country that developed a lot of oil but now that we kind of create our own, I don't understand the narrative as to why we have to have such a strong like, strong alliance with Saudi Arabia. And I think they kind of f- f- see this coming as well because they're starting to kind of entertain conversations with other countries uh, that would be considered enemies of our country at this point, the government of China and the government of Russia as well. And I, I mean, it wasn't really put into the forefront of the com of the conversation until just four years. I think it was like four years ago. What happened to that journalist, a um, uh, Kachogi? Essentially, he was from where was he from? He was from Saudi Arabia, and then essentially went to the United States as a refuge gained citizenship in the United States, became a journalist for the post for Washington post and was marrying a woman from Turkey and wanted her to gain Saudi uh, citizenship as well. And I think that that's the story or he wanted to rescind his citizenship, but I think it was getting her Saudi citizenship and she was from Turkey. And so they went to the Saudi Arabian uh, embassy in Turkey he walked in, never walked out. Uh, lo and behold, later on, we find out that uh, Prince Salam, uh, what is his name again? Uh, dang it. Why am I forgetting your name right now? Mohammed bin Salman. Damn it. I knew that. MBS. Um, I didn't want to say MBS. I wanted to say his name. This douchebag ordered the killing of, of that journalist. And we find out, you know, now, current time period, that for sure he was the one that ordered his 12 men to essentially murder this journalist and then dismember him in an embassy in a foreign country. And what do we do about it? Absolutely nothing. And then it got me thinking just how many more atrocities occur and you don't even have to think any further past in time because there's another one that's going on right now and that's the country of Yemen. Um, and essentially Saudi Arabia for the last five years has been bombing the living daylights out of Yemen because the Yemen government was um, being taken over by a, a, a Muslim um I wanna say that the Saudis are Shia and and Iran is Shiite, I think. And there's been a, a huge rivalry between the two factions of, of belief in the Muslim religion, and Iran has the largest denomination of Shiite, and Saudi Arabia has the largest denomination of Saudi or uh, Shia. It could be vice versa. I'm not well versed in this. I don't even want to entertain understanding it because it's it's millennia of, of of battles and wars fought over just these two religious um, schools of, of the Muslim religion. And I'm sorry, I'm all over the place in this podcast. It's pretty late at night for me. But, oh, uh, by the way, before I get any further, um, date day two after getting the vaccine or you would say day three, I guess, um, fine, barely any of a headache, the soreness of my arm, pretty much not there. I I bet by tomorrow I'm not even going to feel anything. So it is true. Literally two days after getting the vaccine or like within the next two days after you get the vaccine, you're going to be feeling stuff. But after that, you're good to go. But anyways, so yeah, so the atrocities committed on Yemen. Essentially this piece of garbage has been um, waging war on Yemen because their government is had like the denomination that Iran is, you know, big on, which I think is is the Shiite, but don't quote me on that. Essentially they were going to be elected into like the high levels of leadership within Yemen. And of course Yemen borders Saudi Arabia. They had an issue with that. They claimed a lot of terrorism was being uh, sponsored by Yemen, which was not true. There was no evidence of it. And essentially, they've just been waging war on this country, bombing innocent locations, and just essentially destroying all of that country just because they can. And what weapons are they using to commit these atrocities? Our weapons. The weapons we sell to them. And on top of that, we're helping them as well by financing it. And it's just until now that we're starting to have a conversation that maybe we shouldn't be helping them anymore with this war on Yemen, which is just insane. I wa- I was watching a documentary on just how many people are starving out there because there's convoys and um and tankers full of food that's being trying to be sent by the United Nations sent to to Yemen to help with humanitarian issues out there caused by all these bombs being dropped on them. And Saudi Arabia won't allow any of this aid to come to that country. The people out there are starving. They have no electricity and uh, they're, they're pretty much also dealing with the issues of COVID-19 as well. And it's, it's complete genocide that's happening out there right now. and, we're helping this country do do this. And uh, that's just more of a reason for me to just hate what's going on at the expense of of our country. Like, we could be doing so much good. And one of the things we could do is hold this dumbass, Muhammad bin Salman, um, accountable for his actions. And we won't. Because... We are so invested, like they've invested so much money into our country that into and, and our military into our corporations that people are afraid to do that, to lose that money. And it's, it just boggles my mind that we're willing to let all these atrocities occur just because of money. And it, it just, what does it mean to be American anymore? You know, like, you see a lot of company, American companies bending um, bending over for China, even though the, we know all the atrocities that China is committing, only because of the fact that they don't want to give up on the largest pop demographic or population of consumers in the world, and they want to make more and more money. It's just disgusting, like the things that w- people are willing to do just for money. And it's really the only reason that we, I feel like we have an alliance now with Saudi Arabia is just because of the money because of how much wealth they have and we want access to that wealth because it's definitely not for the oil. We don't need it. But I mean, at the end of the day, do I see this ever changing? No. Um, you know, we know of all these issues that were committed by Muhammad bin Salman and, and we won't do anything about it. And we're never going to do anything about it. We're, we're going to keep supporting this shitty country and they've been nothing but contributors to some of the worst problems in this world and it's just going to keep getting worse and worse i feel like it's i don't even i don't even want to go there because it's just going to get it's definitely going to get downvoted pretty hard by most americans but i really don't like the direction this country's going. I really don't. I personally do not like the direction our country's going. I feel like we're... we On one end, we can talk so much garbage about other countries that commit atrocities, but then when, when they bring up, for sure, with evidence, some of the atrocities that we've committed, we turn a blind eye to it and we act like we're the keepers of peace in this world when we're just as bad as some of the rest of the country's that are committing atrocities out there. It's disgusting. It's just powerful people just wanting to be, you know, flexing that power. It's just so stupid. But either way, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. Definitely look into it. Uh, It's just so sad what's happening in Yemen. It really is. And I mean, really challenge your perspective of Saudi Arabia because they are really a, a garbage of a country. And I'm probably going to get flagged just for even talking about it in this country, but I really don't care. It's the truth. They're, they're horrible, but either way, thank you guys so much for listening and I'll catch you guys mañana. Peace.